Good morning, everybody. Uh, good morning, Svetlana, uh, who is my beautiful co-host uh, from San Diego. And we're going to start uh, our usual program on Monday here and be heard. We're talking about thyroid, thyroid health, how we can take care of our health using a holistic approach. Uh, and uh, Svetlana is integrative nutrition health coach and certified thyroid health coach. She works with people with thyroid disorder who would like to attract their ideal weight, more energy, and more joy in their life. Good morning. Good morning, Rita. Thank you for the introduction. Good morning, everyone, and thank you guys being, for being here this morning. Let me introduce Rita to you, my wonderful co-host, who is out of Wheeling, in Illinois. Uh, Illing, Wheeling, Illinois. She's a certified holistic health coach and graduate of Institute for Integrative Nutrition, a member of American Association of Drugless Practitioners, certified Reiki practitioner. She's uh, also co-founder of Sungate's Wellness Center right there in Wheeling and a guide to Spiritual Hospital of John of God in Abadania, Brazil. Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful. And today we're talking about cortisol, adrenal fatigue, and how it affects different uh, ways of life and especially of course, why it affects the thyroid and the hormonal disorder and how we can take care of it, how we can help ourselves to be in balance. Yes. 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 Uh, we're continuing a conversation about hormones and cortisol is a huge one and it has to do with our stress. You know, how we manage our stress and how um, we let the stress affect our life. Um, and cortisol as a hormone is quite important. Um, it is produced by adrenal glands. Those are two little glands that sit at, uh, on the top of each of our kidneys. And those glands may be little, but they play a huge role. They actually keep us alive, if you think about it. Yeah. Um, they are responsible for things like increasing your blood pressure, you know, maintaining your blood sugar levels, um, stay being, keeping them stable, and modulating inflammation. Um, give me, to give you an example of what it actually does in real life, is if uh, imagine our ancestors uh, living in the wild, right? They were not always protected, and there were creatures sometimes roaming around, like you know, a tiger, for example. And so, um, cortisol allowed our ancestors to to flee or fight, you know, fight or flight um, response. So they they increased the um, the blood pressure, they g gave the muscle tone, the energy, uh, allowed our ancestors to save themselves, to run away from those creatures. And um, and we still use this response in, in, current, in, in our current times. We don't have real dangers like that, like tigers and other <laughs> wild animals, but we have a lot of perceived dangers things that we think about that are dangerous but might not necessarily be uh, dangerous in reality. Uh, however, our body cannot distinguish between perceived or real danger. So whether we're being chased by tigers or lions 
or whether we're um, stressing over where our um, our next rent comes from or whether our spouse is going to leave us, it's all the same for our body. Our body perceives it as a threat yeah. and physiology changes in response to that. Could Do you think uh, sometimes it can be just in our mind and in the reality there is nothing going on that can scare or we can feel fear? Yeah, absolutely. I think it happens all the time. I mean, if you think about it, at least in our society, you know, in the developed um, industrial industrialized world, we, we're living in a pretty safe environment, most of us, not everyone, of course. Um, you know, there is no real dangers like, you know, death um, or, you know, inability to get food. For the most part, of course, you know, there are still some, uh, unfortunately, circumstances where do people do deal with those situations. But, um, yeah, most of the time it's in our mind. You know, we, we think about things and we stress over things. And, you know, I'm not exempt from that either. I'm not perfect. Well, me neither. we thinking and thinking and thinking. we overthinking. Uh, yeah. So the, the ideal will be to stop that process, for, at least for once in a while. If possible, yes. we will talk about how to do that. Um, but what what are the dangers of continually having the stress bombard us, our mind? Right? Mm -hmm. What what happens? Okay. Um, so eventually, what could happen in our body is we could create an imbalance, a hormonal imbalance, um, a cortisol imbalance, or uh, adrenal fatigue, as some practitioners call it. And how would you know if you have something like that? So. Um, you would you would look for symptoms, right? So, for example, if, are you craving lots of salty foods? Um, is your blood pressure and your blood sugar out of balance? Um, are you are you the are you an evening type of person? Do you get a second wind at night and you can stay and like push through until early mornings, early hours in the morning? Um, or maybe even you wake up in the middle of the night and you don't know why and it just happens consistently. Um, you feel tired but wired. Uh, you might have uh, two uh, very frequent infections and colds and flus. Um, adrenal fatigue also can speed up aging. So you, you might experience sagging skin or, or weaker droopy muscle tone. Mm -hmm. So things like that as to watch out for. However, this is not irreversible, so mm -hmm. good news here. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get alarmed. There's quite a few things we can do. Here. Very good. You know, I just remember uh, the Saturday episode. We were at Body, Mind, Spirit Expo where were lots of practitioners and so many people, which is great because uh, more and more people really believe in holistic approach to health and they're, they're looking for it uh, they're looking inside they're looking outside for help but not exactly always uh in the doctor's office but uh everywhere else so uh, i've met a mother and a girl girl was about 15 years old i would say maybe even less and her mother said that she uh her body doesn't produce cortisol at all 
Interesting. Yeah, I don't have all the details. We didn't really have time to discuss it. She just used the crystal bed for the healing. Her mother asked for it. And uh, uh, even though she was there just at 20 minutes, the the amount of energy was kind of overwhelming for her. So Mm. basically, it looks like she is uh, really deficient in energy. And uh, it, it's it's really hard. I believe that she's on medications, but uh, she looks mm-hmm. like she, it's a beautiful girl, but something really it's going on. So it's really affecting her, like energy-wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, yeah, that's a huge one. It, it does affect your energy levels for sure. Like you might be waking up tired in the morning, right? Right. For right. example. Um What's interesting is, you know, it some of these symptoms also resemble thyroid imbalance symptoms. So you might be thinking, well, what which one is it, right? And it's possible, it's so very possible to have both and it's very common. Because they it's all connected. Exactly. And sometimes maybe if we take care of cortisol, the hormonal uh, thyroid hormone will get into balance by just by itself. Very possible. There is not much to do. But right. yeah, so there. I, uh, mm-hmm. I do want to mention also that um, our cortisol may become out of balance not just because of the psychological stress. Uh, it could be that, of course, it could be ongoing psychological stress or like a one big trauma, psychological trauma. But it also could could be uh, because of physiological stress, like an illness. Or even because of uh, foods that we're eating that are not supportive of our health, like foods we're intolerant to. So it could be either or. Yeah. So basically, I I think every person should kind of see and watch and listen to their body and their feelings. Mm -hmm. And uh, there are moments that we should take care of our uh, emotions or uh, physical physical work or whatever we do every day just be uh, be on guard of course uh, to have fun but uh, it's just um, important to really to listen to your body don't don't overlook those symptoms yes so it's very easy to um, push through and push through if you're mm-hmm. the kind of person who like type a personality and you're a go-getter and you thrive on doing things and getting things done and then so easy to neglect um, things start happening in your body it's so easy to just like oh it will be okay you know it will go away um, you know especially for us women right right <laughs> we're caretakers yes and uh, men and women are so different in the way they are handling stress like for example when men um well, I'm not trying to generalize, of course, every man is different, every woman is different. But for the most part, I think when man comes home from work, what they want to do? Some of them just want to get a glass of wine, sit in front of the TV and just let 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 him (laughs) be alone. But women, they they want to share. They want to share what 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 happened. If the and if the man is not listening, she doesn't have anybody to talk to. And of course, that that when we're talking about couples, 
But yeah. uh, if they're single, women or men, they they don't have a pair of uh, ears to talk to. So that that also create a uh, uh, stress, some kind of stress. So uh, I guess what is also important to remember, uh, talking about food, not to get into uh, dinner or something when we are overstressed at work and we come home and we are hungry and we sit down and eat right away, if possible. Uh, just just take some time to relax and then start the dinner in very relaxing form, even saying prayers before that and just breathing. And it, it's really nice to have a family dinner when everybody is back from work or school. Uh, it's an, just a valuable time for entire family. Absolutely, yes. Right. Very good. So, um, there are other ways to to take care of uh, stress hormone, the cortisol. Uh, one of those is uh, meditation, and I can really show it right now. Very short one, just one minute. And uh, since we always uh, need energy, we even need energy to sleep. We can do it before we go to bed, or we can breaks take breaks uh, during the day at work anywhere and it's just one minute for we breathe uh through our belly and through our nose for 30 counts and then for 30 counts we just uh, sit quietly in a uh, quiet space closing our eyes so um i'll count and we're gonna breathe in through the nose and out through the nose expanding our belly and contracting our belly when we breathe out. If uh, somebody will feel a headache or slightly uh, slight easiness in, in the head, uh, we can stop and count to, to 20 for the few, few first few times and then uh, gradually increase the number of uh, breathings because we get oxygen into our brain and that's why we can feel lightheaded. So let's start it. Okay, beautiful. And we just now we're gonna sit quietly for 30 seconds. It's only 30 seconds. Have a minute. was beautiful thank you I always get such a rush of energy when I do this exercise it's a little bit of like of a, a little mini high <laughs> in a mm -hmm. you know many people and actually me including uh, I feel uh, 
I'm losing energy when I am on Skype or on the phone. So I really feel that I need to do this exercise be before I start the conversation or either even our program, uh, radio program, uh, just one minute uh, will give me energy to go through and doesn't feel exhausted or overall. I guess technology may uh, get our energy. It, that makes sense. But Did that's a great idea to go into something with a little bit of a boost. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I do want to say though, like, if you're pregnant like me, <laughs> you're sitting down when you're doing that. Because <laughs> sometimes it's, you know, it, you can get dizzy if you're not used to this kind of thing. So make sure you're sitting down. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. That, that's a good idea for everybody to sit, uh, to do it uh, sitting down. All right. Yes. What else on your mind for today? Well, um, there's there's uh, quite a few things that uh, we teach. I teach my clients um, to bring their body back to balance and bring their adrenals back to balance. Um, so those those are include food and lifestyle uh, changes, like Rita was describing. So other things you can implement are supplements. Um, and those are t that those can be temporary until you get back into balance. So things like vitamin C. Um, one of my favorite herbs is ashwagandha, actually. Mm -hmm. And you can take it in a capsule form. You can even drink it as a tea. There's there are other supplements out there. However, I wouldn't take just about anything that says to give you know that says for energy because. You might be getting something that's overstimulating and maybe counterproductive in the end. Also, it really depends what stage of adrenal fatigue you're in. There are different stages of adrenal fatigue, so you would want to um, match the particular supplement to the stage of adrenal imbalance that you're in. That you're in. And you can test, we talked about it last time, we can, you can test for adrenal fatigue uh, via blood or saliva or urine, urine actually. Other things, like foods for example, I men mentioned foods, finding if there are any foods you might be intolerant to, like I was intolerant to, uh, when I tested, I was intolerant to a bunch of things, some, uh, some common things but some also very strange things. So common things were gluten and dairy and some strange things were like basil and chocolate. Mm. <laughs> Sadly. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. Yes. Um, but I'm sometimes now. for some people, chocolate might be uh, uh, the release of the stress. And yeah, I think so the piece of uh, dark chocolate is really good uh, medicine for some. <laughs> for some, right. So it's all very bio-individual. So you can test. You know, you can either do an elimination diet, which is something that I will offer in my practice and or you can do a blood test but I want you to know blood tests are not 100% accurate so um, <clears throat> so there, there are, those are two options as far as finding out what you might be sensitive to and, mm -hmm. and then if you do find out there are some foods you're sensitive to you can eliminate them for a period of time and that doesn't mean forever. You can later introduce them back and see how your body reacts. 
Yeah, yeah, and we talked about gluten our our previous programs. Uh, I, I guess most of the people here in states are intolerant to the to gluten, even though we right. want. Yeah. Yeah, there are studies, studies, recent studies backing up that, that we all react to it, uh, even if we don't feel it right away. Eventually, it can catch up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I really uh, like this uh, application that I used uh, for a while, uh, but since I lost my, I mean, changed the phone, I didn't download it again. And it's called iPhone uh, GPS for Soul. And there is a version for Android and for iPhone. When we measure something, it's really uh, giving us uh, an option to slow down the thing that we measure. Or again, it, it when we're watching something, it's getting better just by our watch at the same time uh it's the same thing as um the energy goes where our mind goes Mm. so i I think it's really really colorated when we measure it's getting better so this application uh when you feel that you are uh started to wear yourself up or you have a conversation with someone which is not pleasant there is a way to look at your phone and necessarily necessarily text someone but look at this application and see where you are where is your stress level and and it's really getting you away from this uh, thoughts or conversation or something that's going on that giving you stress and the heart level yeah heart rate is going down and uh, probably a sugar level also will normalize Hmm. And you don't need any extra gadgets, right? All you need is a phone. Yeah, I think so. I think it's uh, only uh, iPhone or Android, the smartphone. I can't wait to try it. Yeah, yes, me too, actually. It's just just so many things that you keep forgetting. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We are all humans. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... What else? Uh, other things I can think about are yoga. Very and good. Specific poses that soothe our adrenals, like inversion pose and shavasana. Right. So those are uh, wonderful. Um, speaking of exercise, though, it's very interesting is that one of the side effects, um, unfortunate side effects of adrenal fatigue is stubborn weight gain specifically Mm -hmm. around the middle Mm -hmm. so people might be um, starting to gain weight uh, and they might not know why that is because they might be exercising they might be eating well but you know everything else is going well in terms of their health care routine but they don't know what it is and many times it it is it could be adrenal fatigue if it's not the other um, the other things so what, what do they do? They increase their intens- intensity of exercise. Mm-hmm. But that can be actually counterproductive because what that does to our body is puts even more stress. And then more stress and more stress. So there's actually a certain way of exercising that is supportive of rebalancing adrenal fatigue. Um, 
obviously, as you probably guessed, it has to be something non-super strenuous. You cannot be uh, doing any kind of sprints <laughs> or marathons. Mm -hmm. Very counterproductive. Um, you want to take at least a few days out of the week to rest. And you can do walking or gentle yoga during those days. Um, if you do any kind of uh, intense exercise, you want to do it for no, no more than 20 minutes. Because after 20 minutes, our body starts increasing cortisol production. So, um, you know, keep those tips in mind. You want to be gentle when you're with yourself if you are experiencing adrenal fatigue. Very interesting. Thank you. That That's uh, really good to know because uh, I have a new client uh, and it's not a woman, it's a man and very young age. Mm -hmm. And looks like the co he has a, looks like he has a thyroid problem, mm -hmm. a disbalance and uh, I'm sure from listening from his story, I'm sure that the root cause, the problem uh, for his thyroid disorder is uh, stress. The mm. huge stress that he experienced a couple years ago and mm. he didn't even know he's getting thyroid problem, but then he was, uh, uh, he took a test and looks like there it is. His TSH is, uh, very high so and he, the, the thing is that he likes to exercise and he's working out like crazy and mm -hmm. because he wants to lose weight and this is something that he's trying to do more and more so mm -hmm. uh, and he asked me one question if you allow me to uh, work out I'll do everything else he, his body, I, I guess, uh, addicted to it now. Yeah, so. I believe that it is possible to get addicted to working out. Mm -hmm. It does feel good, right? In the end, it does feel good emotionally because it releases endorphins. However, if you find yourself tired after working out as opposed to energized, that's mm -hmm. a big clue that yeah. it might be uh, actually hurting you more than helping. Exactly. That's a good question to ask. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yes. And for us women, I guess one of the things to, to give us pleasure is uh, shopping. Uh, of course, we don't want to overspend, uh, but sometimes it's, it's, it's a nice thing to do to go shopping or meet with our girlfriends and just have a fun time and laugh. It's so different than uh, when we... Uh, um, meet with men or we have dates or we leave uh, and talk and uh, we have a connection with our husbands or partners. Mm -hmm. Girlfriends are such a different story. It, it, Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And it's even research supported. <laughs> yes. Having that a circle of women, of close women, um, actually balances out our cortisol. Right. So. Yeah. Uh, love it. I love it. I'm ready. <laughs> You're ready. I know. I'm thinking about it too now. Okay. I'm planning my shopping. <laughs> and some ladies are in love with lo in love with shoes. I just recently saw, uh, I don't remember where, maybe Facebook, the picture with a girl meditating uh, while uh, <laughs> by her shoes. <laughs> and there are like lines of shoes 
she oh. put on you know maybe it was a shoe store i don't know but she was in meditating meditating pose and i guess shoes for many women are something that bring brings pleasure and calmness and fun at the same time so that that's also possible just just of course we have to be in balance in that too not to overbuy shoes right right <laughs> yeah and another thing is to keep really to keep uh, on a speed dial someone who uh, can hear you out who can uh, speak to you and not to give your task or commands or give you a hard time but some friend or anybody who who can really listen and be supportive yes very very important yeah so i i guess um i guess we uh, gonna continue next time the time for our conversation today is over Thank you, everybody who listened. And you can always uh, find Svetlana on her website, healthbeat.com, myhealthbeat.com. And uh, if you're around uh, Chicago, around Willin, you can always stop by by Wellness Center. We are located on Dundee in Milwaukee, in Willing. And uh, one of the things that we keep here for that help with uh, lower cortisol or stress remove the stress from our life is our crystal bath from Brazil from John of God and there are always meditation classes and other things that going on on regular basis so you're welcome to check our website sungatecenter.com send us questions connect to us uh, and if you need guidance and support around uh, coaching and around especially thyroid Hoshimoto Svetlana is the first one to answer she is a, a perfect and a great guide oh. uh, to <laughs> to get you through uh, with a huge support absolutely thank you everyone thank you for listening in and I look forward to seeing you next in a Monday week. next Monday Take same care. time same place Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Take care.